Once a year, the National Psychiatry Boards took over PI. Psychiatric patients were needed as subjects for the assessment interview part of the exam, and we fit the bill. All our usual activities were suspended for the day. We were roused, fed, and dressed early so we would be settled on the ninth floor by 8 a.m. when the doors opened and dozens of brave-faced, tired-looking, business-suited men and a few women flooded onto the floor. For once, we patients were the gawkers. Anxious doctors were the gawked. Although my job in the medical library was small, I resented that I'd been required to miss work, as if my responsibilities didn't matter compared with the doctor's. At the same time, I was surprised to see psychiatrists, individuals in the same category as the powerful men who ran the institution, reduced to the status of lowly students lined up for a test. The idea that they needed my help moved me. I was excited by the prospect of having something to offer, energized to think I could give back. Seated on benches and folding chairs set up in roughly the same space used for visiting hours, we watched the ragged array of nervous postulants advance slowly down the middle of the hall. They talked among themselves and ignored us, even though we sat but a few feet away. Overhearing conversations, I learned that they'd traveled from as far away as Maryland and Oklahoma. I didn't recognize anyone. I wondered if Dr. Heller would have to do this, and, if so, how far he would have to travel. Occasionally, one of the more obnoxious teenagers would sass a doctor stuck in line. Hey, asshole! Rita yelled in the direction of a very tall, overweight man with dark, curly hair, conspicuously focused on a textbook he held close to his face. You didn't have to come here to see a genuine nutcase, you know. You could have looked in the fucking mirror. Ha ha, a few of her friends laughed. I cringed. Some of the doctors who heard her turned away, one or two with a nervous smirk. Tansy, a woman who had been a nurse's aide on our ward for years, hurried over to Rita and chewed her out. I wondered how much of her concern was serious and how much was for show. My guess was that we all secretly rooted for Rita. When it was my turn, an examiner beckoned to me from a room a few steps down the hall. I could see the bridge through the back window as I walked in. A pale, gray-haired woman sat behind a bare desk next to the window, while the examiner, a rotund, ruddy-cheeked man with wispy white hair smoothed across his head, filled a chair to her right. He wore wire-rimmed glasses and a psychiatrist goatee. I took the remaining seat, facing them both in the middle of the small, plain room. This wasn't the first time I'd been required to serve as an examination object for the psychiatry boards, I'd come prepared. Tell me about yourself, the examinee said to me in a quivery, airless voice. I felt sorry for her, so vulnerable in her anxiety. After the last time, I'd figured out that the point of these interviews was for the psychiatry board candidate to talk with us and come up with a diagnosis. I decided to help. Eager to show off results of the multi-directional long-distance reading skills I'd honed through years of deciphering the day's notes while hanging around the nursing station, I looked her straight in the eye. I'm a chronic schizophrenic with an effective psychosis. No, she cried, raising her hands over her head. Stop! The examiner jumped out of his chair and stood, 
waving his arms in front of me as if he could disperse my words like flies and prevent them from reaching their target. I didn't move. The next several minutes passed with intense, agitated whispering between examiner and candidate as they huddled at the desk. When they finished, the examiner turned and told me I was free to leave. I offered to try again, but he made it clear that the interview was over. On my way back to the ward, I felt abashed, yet my face insisted on smiling. I'd intended to help the frightened candidate. I'd also been at least half aware of what I was doing. However briefly, I had triumphed over the cringing goody-goody in me, whom I hated, and dared to be mean. I felt almost proud.'